Here we go now. Gangsta. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, pops, he fires to the far side, it's intercepted, and running into the touchdown! Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down, that's a sack! Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome back to IDP Nation. I am Hollywood. I'm joined by Kyle B. What's going on, Kyle? What's up, Hollywood? How you doing, bud? Hey, I'm L-I-V-I-N, baby. <laughs> I, I know. I know. That's all you do. Kyle, that's how I roll. <laughs> that's, hey, nothing about us, but we got a special guest with us tonight. Yes, Shane we do. E. Hallman. Uh, look, that's close, uh, Hallam, but you know, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's Kyle's fault. Uh, yeah, well, well yeah, it's, I figured it was. He, he wrote it down wrong on the show sheet, so <laughs> that's did, fine. But no, I, I appreciate you guys having me. You know, it's, it's, hard, uh, it's right. hard to find a good help, so I blame him for everything. <sighs> Thanks for joining us, Shane. Shane oh. Hallam. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, guys. Thanks for having right. me. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, we appreciate you joining us, man. Uh, so this should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I don't get yeah. to talk IDP too often, so this this is this is exciting for me. Yeah, because, uh, I you know that, that that's rare, so I'm excited. <laughs> the dark side. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love it. Welcome. So before we get started, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're at, what you're working on, you know, where everybody can find you. Go ahead, just promote yourself away here. Yeah, no, look, sounds sounds good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, the the at above my head here at Shane P Hallam, and uh, I wear a bunch of different hats, fantasy wise. Uh, I'm the co-host of the Devi Marketplace podcast with Kane Fassell. Um, so we, you know, talk Devi college football, dynasty, all that stuff. Uh, I am I uh, I'm also the managing partner of draftcountdown.com, my NFL draft website. We're relaunching in mid-August. So if you're looking for NFL draft content, see what the next crop of guys is, uh, that'll be up there. And I write for DLF. So I'll do a little bit of everything. Awesome, wow, man. Look yeah, at you. All he's busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like oh, man, it. Uh, and Draft Countdown just relaunched last year, right? Right, yeah. So myself and my uh, my partner Brian Bassarge, we we kind of brought it back. Uh, Scott Wright, yeah. we've been doing it since '96, and kind of you know he moved on to other things. So we wanted to really get it get it back. And one of the first NFL draft websites on the internet. We wanted to get it back, and uh, we're excited. That's awesome. To keep building it this year. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, I know we were in a couple leagues together too, and in one of the chats, you're talking about the different stuff. I remember you were um, this year was the first time you said you were projecting forty times. Yeah, was like, yeah, that it was, was cool. To, it was it was cool to see though, you know, like uh, yeah, I've never seen that. Anyway, yeah, that's you guys killed it, man. That the site's awesome, and you guys got a lot of a lot of cool articles on cool stuff coming out. So no, no I, I look, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it was it was uh that was a first for me. It wasn't maybe, maybe yeah my best. We'll, 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 you know, keep keep it getting better. So but, yeah, no, it was awesome. I just remember we were talking about. It. I'm like, man, I've never seen that. That's pretty cool that you were uh, all kinds of cool stuff going on. 
Yeah, that was, uh, you guys, you guys crushed it, man. That was uh, a, lot, a lot of good content coming out. No, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I'm hoping, hoping we'll be bigger and better this year, too. We'll keep going. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So, Kyle, it's been, it's kind of been a minute, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. That's mostly uh, last, my fault. What, last month and a half, we've had a lot of stuff going on. Kind of get, I f- kind of can't get on the same page, but, uh, we're busy at the opposite time and it's not working out. Very I know, well right I know, now. I know. Um, <laughs> but with that, there's been some changes. So tell everybody where they can find you at, what you're doing, what you're working on. Oh yeah. So I recently joined uh football guys uh, to do some IDP content over there. Um, I've been there for I don't know, about a month, I would say maybe end of June. I hopped on and, I uh, got some rankings up, some dynasty and rookie rankings, and I had my first article uh, last week uh, drop. So that was that was fun to get the, you know, get, get my first one under my belt. And um, yeah, it's a lot of awesome stuff. John Norton's pumping out his eyes of the eyes of the guru series where he breaks down every team's defense, and those are just fantastic. And um, yeah, those are must reads. And then Joey, uh, Joey the Tooth's over there too, and and he's been doing some writing as well. He's been putting out some awesome stuff. And, and our, our boy Trip, um, as well. He's wow. uh, he joined he joined and um, yeah, it's it, it's uh, Sounds it's like new. The it, Yankees have IDP there. I don't know, <laughs> but no, it's uh, it, it's been fun it, getting used to um, you know everything's new, so get, getting used to it. But it's it's been a lot of fun. Everybody's been uh, very very welcoming, so it's been uh, been a very easy transition so far. So. So, yeah, man. Yeah. I've, been, I've been checking out your stuff. It's been some good stuff you've been pumping. <coughs> Thanks, buddy. Sure. Thanks. I appreciate that, man. How about you? What you got all kinds of stuff coming out. You got what three yeah, podcasts? I, mean, I kind of moved too. So, you know, I do uh idpnation.com. We started our own uh yeah. our own website, you know, me and you. Um, we've got the uh, IDP Nation podcast, and we've got the DD IDP grind, which I do with Brock and Justice. Um, man, we we got so much going on, and and then if you want to get offbeat, we do the Thirteen Horns. Me and Brock, it's a music podcast, so go check yep. that out. It's rock, Very punk, cool. classic rock, all that good yep. stuff. So if you're uh, you got the musical flavor going on, definitely check us out. We got some stuff going on there, but yeah, man, it's a uh, true. It's been a busy time. I got some stuff. I've kind of partnered up with Fancy and Frames a little bit. Uh, Shoot the Gap podcast. Um, it's nice. a live podcast. Go check that out. I'm doing a little writing for them every once in a while. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm all over the place right now. Busy man, you're a busy little bee. I am. I'm a busy bee. <laughs> I'm a busy. Very bee. cool. Very very cool. For sure. Um, shoot, let's get into it. So we got some news and notes for this week. Um. The Baltimore Ravens cornerback Marcus Peters has been declared ready for week one, and they re-signed outside linebacker Justin Houston to a one-year deal. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of figured Houston would come back. Um, I mean, he's he's getting long in the tooth, but he, he can you know, right. hold a spot. And I mean, Odafe Owe is the, the guy there, right? So... Um, that we're all excited about IDP wise, the young dynasty asset, but um, you know, Houston come back. He'll, he'll be in the, the new Mike McDonald system and Marcus Peters. That's, that's your boy, Hollywood Marcus Peters. 
yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think every every cornerback league we're in, you have him. So, hey, man, you can't beat him, right? I mean, I I know he's a little longer in the tooth than most of these young guys, and naturally, yeah. that's where you want to go IDP wise, right? You want to draft right. rookies because they get tested early or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> Marcus Peters is a no slouch, dude. No, I mean, he gets the picks, he gets the home run yardage, touchdowns. I mean. There's not many veteran cornerbacks that you would take over him. So, sure, yeah. Sure. Jane, what do you think that for this Baltimore defense? You're an AFC North guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh no, not an AFC North guy. No way. <laughs> uh, you know, I look. I actually, I think the Justin Houston signing, like you talked about, kind of dampens my hope for for Oye Adafi. <laughs> like, I'm, you know, like uh, Adafi Oye. I'm, I'm just like, you know, it's just gonna be the same as last year. Just yeah. get this rotation, and when yeah. he's in, he's like really good. I was like, could Justin Houston just go yeah. away for me so I can get some more sacks? That would be uh, that'd be ideal. That'd be great, right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> You know, I'm curious to see that Baltimore defense, what Mike McDonald does with it, because the, you know, the Wink Martindale uh, blitz, just send it and play man. And, you know, like what, what's Mike McDonald going to do do there? It's going to be something different. So, right. yeah, let's 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 unleash Owe this year and let him get after yes, it. I got, I got him, too, on a few squats. <laughs> right. Um, New Orleans Saints edge Peyton Turner underwent significant shoulder surgery in November of last season. Um, not quite sure how that's going to impact him for the start of this season, but um, that's something we hadn't heard. No, um, not at all. I know, you know, with with Cam Jordan and, um, you know, Marcus Davenport kind of finally starting to figure it out. But Peyton Turner is a first-round pick, and, man, I, he was kind of uh, – I know Shane will know more than me, but, I mean, if I remember right, he was a, a pretty much one of the bigger late risers um, – in that draft cycle from what I remember um, coming out of Houston, he, he just, I thought he was one of the surprise first round picks. I don't know where you had him, Shane, uh, as far as a grade. Yeah, I, I had him early day two. So okay. I mean, it was probably a little high, but his, he, he's just this height, weight, speed player yeah. who yeah. could play inside, outside, you know, like, like the saints generally like, like a Cam Jordan who can kind of do a little yeah. bit of everything. And so, um, I, you know, he was, he was productive. I mean, he was very productive at Houston. Mm-hmm. He, definitely when you pop popped on the film last year, like in uh, two years ago in college, I mean, he was by far the most athletic defensive player on that team and was, you know, showcasing that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I hope this doesn't hamper him too much and I don't know where he, you know, better than I would kind of where he would have fit on that defense, but uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's a clear path to yeah full snaps <laughs> there anyway. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I was a, Peyton Turner fan, you know, Marcus Davenport just kind of never figured it out. And then he kind of did this year. He had a really nice year. I mean, last year, sorry. And, you know, the thought at first when they took Turner was, well, that's the natural, they're going to be their guy, you know, because Davenport didn't quite work out. Cam Jordan's getting old, but yeah, I, I guess uh, long story short, like I, I had high hopes for Peyton Turner. I hope this doesn't hinder him too much, but right now it's, it, you know, with Davenport and uh, Cam Jordan there and, and Turner, it's, He's gonna. He was gonna be fighting for snaps. So um, hopefully, he can get healthy and and get in the mix. You know. Oh, look at this next piece of news. That there, anytime you can sneak and Dominican Sue in Hollywood, you're gonna. Hey. Yeah, I'm gonna try. Right. I mean, 
you know, he had a great career early on with Detroit, kind of faded away a little bit, and then he's bounced back with Tampa Bay. And, um, you know, they didn't re-sign him, so he's a free right. agent. But yep. he's drawn interest from Cleveland, the Raiders, and the Vikings. And I think all three of them would be great fits for him, mm. right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, like – you're, you're, you're going to sign him for a one-year deal. Um, sure. But I think on a one-year deal, you're getting tremendous value right there. Yeah, that's I don't being a, a Packer fan. I don't like that Minnesota signing. <laughs> I hope that's where he signs. I, really do. I hope, I hope I mean, that's where he signs. <clears throat> yeah, I mean his days of of IDP relevance aren't are behind him. But I mean, as far as real NFL, um, you know, he's value-wise, he'll bring something to to those squads for sure. He's a big, mean man, and he's strong as hell. So he'll uh, he'll open stuff up inside. But yeah, that Minnesota it, that Minnesota line could use a guy like that too. Pair him with Dalvin Tomlinson and Watts, and you got Zadarius Smith and Daniel Hunter off the edge. That's pretty solid. I, yeah. I'd take it. Like I predicted, uh, one of my bold predictions this year is the Vikings to win the division. So, so yeah, you, so you might help. So you might help that happen. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know, it's the NFC North is going to be something. I, you know, I'm a Packer fan, so obviously I, I want Green Bay to win. But I, it, it's no, it's it ain't gonna be easy. I can tell you that things have changed. You know, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun year for that yeah. division stuff. So. It really is. Yeah, and. I can tell you what, man. It's they're gonna have to really. They, they got some big shoes to fill a white out, so I'm curious to see how that works out. <laughs> right. Um, defensive back Jason McCourty has retired after 13 seasons in the NFL. Um, 173 games, 141 starts, over 700 tackles, almost 600, just two tackles short of 600 solos. Um, 18 picks, 108 pass deflections, nine forced fumbles, uh, two touchdowns. Um, a really good player for a long time. A lot of people will tie him to his brother, Devin McCourty with the Patriots, uh, which where he did get a ring. Um, pretty good career, right? I mean, for him. Oh, absolutely. 13 seasons. That's pretty amazing. And uh, looking here, what, 18 interceptions? I mean, I mean, yep. to play thir- 13 seasons in the NFL, you're, you're doing something right. That's that's pretty amazing. So, hat tip to him, man. A heck of a career. Right. Um, moving on here, and this is going to be one of our – I'm going to skip this and come back to it because this is going to be uh, <laughs> maybe a lengthy discussion here among okay. us. Okay. Um, so the Miami Herald reports that Cowboys, Dolphins, and Chargers are teams that could be interest for former Saints coach Sean Payton should their jobs become open. And this is by a source very close to Payton. Um, he took the year off last year. You know, it was reported he was going into uh, broadcasting or whatever, but seems as if the itch to coach is still there. So, and I think that's what we heard immediately, right? If the right situation there, he's a player. Um, Does either of those positions or spots stand out to you? Dallas, Miami, or Los Angeles? 
Go ahead, Shane. What do you I think? mean, he's like he's gonna be a, the Cowboys coach next yeah. year. Like, like we all know. <laughs> like, let's not pretend. Let's not pretending yeah. he's gonna be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Like, let's just not. Like, there's there's not even a question. I think yeah. of what's like unless they win the Super Bowl, they'll find a way to. And he would have been the coach there this year, right? If he'd yeah. wanted to coach that, the job was his. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like they would have. You know. It would have made yeah. it happen. Jerry Jones, if he wants them, he'll make it happen. Like, we all know it's happening. Yeah. That's what yeah, I couldn't agree more with Shane. Like you said, let's just stop kidding around here. Cut the shit. He's coaching the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Like, if he wanted to this year, um, Jerry Jones would be like, come on, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, Mike McCarthy's Mike McCarthy. So, um, Easy, yeah. He, he got you a Super Bowl, Kyle. Come on now. I I didn't say anything that bad. I just said Mike You know, I think Aaron Rodgers kept him his job for, for quite a few years there. He was just like, oh, yeah, just geez. keep doing what you're doing there, Aaron. <laughs> no, he did win a Super Bowl. Um, hey. Progressing was not his strong suit. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's it's a matter of time till. Sean Payton's the Dallas Cowboys coach. Yeah, I think so too. He some quick changes ahead, I believe, for sure. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, and then our this is going to be a hot topic. That's why I wanted to pull it for last. Right. So the deadline passed for franchise players, right? The deadline passed for you to be able to sign them to an extension long term. If you didn't hit it by, I think it was July 15th, then your only options were to sign them to a one year deal, then play on the franchise tag, or you trade them, right? So, and this is something me and Kyle, me and Kyle's been talking about for a while. We've been getting a lot of questions. So I was like, well, you know. During offseason, you're pumping the brakes because anything can happen. You got a long way to go. Now you're in the middle of July. You're basically two weeks away from the start of training camp. And Jesse Bates has said, you know what? I'm not playing on your franchise tag. I'm not going to report to training camp. You had a chance to sign me last year. You didn't do it. You had a chance to sign me all offseason. You didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So kind of the middle finger to Cincinnati, right? Which we've seen Cincinnati in the past play hardball with Carson Palmer, right? We, we've, we've been down this road. We've seen this. So what makes it even more interesting to me is that Cincinnati went out in the draft and they drafted Daxton Hill, Kyle's boy from Michigan, Tyson Anderson, another they, they went out and drafted two safeties right off the bat, right? That kind of told me all I needed to know right there. I think Jesse Bates is done in Cincinnati. Now, is that the right move? No, it's not. The smart move would have been to give him whatever they he wanted, get him back, and go from there, but eh. You know, and another thing I saw is Le'Veon Bell. He said, you know, and he was kind of talking about Jesse Bates and some other players around the league that didn't sign their franchise tags. He's like, you know, when you 
And this is Le'Veon Bell, who, what, didn't sign his tag, set out a whole freaking year. Yeah. And what happened? And he's like, you know, you have you have to be prepared for what comes if you don't sign your tag. Um, Bell was a little older than Bates, but different position. But, eesh, man, the, we've talked about this, Kyle. It's kind of been, no, I'm not worried. Let's wait. Let's wait. Now we're in that window where mm-hmm. – I think it's a legit concern now, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, I'd be curious, Shane. Do you have any thoughts on this? We've talked about Jesse Bates quite a bit. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I do think it's it, it kind of has hit that point of almost no return of like, yeah. you, know, you know, that that deadline's up. Like, you kind of have to play on it. Um, so to to me, and I think what what Hollywood said with the way that the Bengals focused on the position and the secondary in general in the draft, right? They took Cam Taylor Britt, who is yep. a, could be a safety as well. And, and right. maybe fit a, a right. more traditional safety mold too. And so Brasco, I think they could, um, yeah, for sure. Tr- try a bunch of guys there and like, okay, you know, if this isn't going to work, then here we go. I, I, you know, I, I, I get it on one end where safety is not a position. I think where you want to, dump a ton of money we've seen some teams make some big mistakes trading paying <laughs> yeah. safeties you know the seattle yeah. um and and, <laughs> yeah. and and doing that so like i kind of get it like cincinnati's investing in premium positions the offensive line quarterback receiver you know right they're gonna uh invest in corner a little more but um May so good. <laughs> it's just, like you yeah. don't you don't want to just break up that defense and what's <clears throat> good with it so yeah i i I just don't know where it goes from here, right? Because does he sit out a whole year? I mean, that that just seems so unlikely. I mean, that's so mm-hmm. rare. Uh, I, I tend to think maybe they get him in to play the season. You know, he sits out camp, sits out preseason, and he comes back, you know, makes the money, and, and they let him go after that. Uh, so, and, and promise. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm day. thinking. I think he sits out the preseason, training camp, whatever. Then right before week one, I think he he signs his tag. But if he does that, he's done in Cincinnati. 2023, he's getting freaking paid. Somebody's freaking to pay him. They're backing up the Wells Fargo truck, and they're just dumping it, right? So, um, <laughs> well, I think, like Shane said, too, like, you know, it's kind of the point of no return, and that relationship's probably pretty well broken exactly. at this point. It's kind of been ongoing for for the last couple of years, and they haven't figured it out. And he's probably not happy. Then they go draft Axton Hill with the thirty first pick, and like you said, they take Tyson what? Anderson yeah. and I Cam think with Brady, Hill and he Anderson was- being drafted, I I kind of think that for me that kind of tells me that the writing's on the wall, right? They're not going to pay him the big bucks. He's going to hit free agency, and somebody's going to. Somebody's going to pay him, and they're getting a damn good safety. Sure. He's, he's one of the probably at least top five safeties in the league, right? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's been solid. He's still what 25, 26 years old. So, um, you know, he's and he's been a great IDP safety for a guy that plays a lot of snaps deep. He still gets it done. It's it's pretty wild, really. Um, yeah, it, it it's too bad they can't figure it out, but that, that's a for what they're building was a good young defense, you know, with him and Von Bell and Logan Wilson. And then they cite Trey Hendrickson. Um, 
he's getting it done. And, and Sam Hubbard does what he does, not the flashiest guy by any means, but he just consistently gets you 60, 70 tackles from the defensive end position and eight sacks and, and whatever. And then Joseph Asai is a player I'm, I'm excited about. Uh, I was excited about him last year. He got hurt, unfortunately. Like, they're putting together a nice young defense. And um, losing Jesse Bates definitely hurt. But I guess if you're going to draft Daxton Hill in the first round, you're hoping he could step in if, if they can't figure it out, right? You have to think that that's, that's the thought process, probably. Hopefully. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting where this whole free agency thing goes here. Yeah, it is. On that note, before we get to our main event, we want to thank MFL.com, My Fancy League. You know, they sponsor our listener leagues. They do so many good things in the community uh, as far as sponsors and charity stuff. Um, I know a lot of people like other leagues, but, man, probably 90% of my leagues are on MFL. So, uh so customizable, so many options, um, true position, non-true position. So um, we thank them for supporting our listener leagues for sure, checking us out. Uh, and then Action 24-7 Sports, right? Locally owned gambling site for Tennesseans, by Tennesseans. Uh, they're based out of Nashville. Uh, they got the biggest odds, just as good as the big boys, right? We ain't going to name them because we don't, we don't want to promote them because, you know, they're trash. But they got ping pong, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, <laughs> soccer, darts. I mean, golf, F1, NASCAR. I mean, if, if it's a sport and you can think of it, they got the Dodge, odds, right? Dodgeball? Do- hey, if you can throw a wrench, you can throw a ball, right? That's what I'm saying. It's got to be <laughs> on there. That's what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, uh, go sign up on your initial deposit. Use the promo code HOLLYWOOD100, and they will match it up to 400 So if you bet 400 or deposit 400 they're going to give you 400 So that's 800 bucks to bet with. You can't find that anywhere, right? Pretty awesome. So go check them out. And anytime you support them, you're supporting us. Plus, it's a local business, right? Uh, I'm, which is something I'm big on, um, especially in this day and age, you're going to support your local businesses. Um, so go check them out. Make sure you use our promo code Hollywood 100. Um, Kyle, we're ready for the main event, brother. All right, let's do it. So like we were talking earlier in the show, <clears throat> Shane, a big draft guy. Um, I follow a lot of his work, man. I'm always, looking for what he's dropping on Twitter and articles and stuff. So even though the draft was a little while ago, I mean, it's always a good time to talk draft, right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every, every day of the year is great. <laughs> awesome. I, I agree. So I thought we'd just throw some questions at you about some of these IDP rookies and, and get some of your thoughts and takes and and see who you liked and disliked and different stuff. So, um, so yeah, I just got a few, few things to, to throw at you here. But the first question is – were there any big draft surprises as to where some of the defensive players came off the board? Could be anyone who went higher, looking at you, Trayvon Walker, or lower than where you had them ranked or graded. Any players who stood out to you, any position on the defensive side of the ball? I, I mean, I'll start with the low-hanging fruit. Is Yeah, Nicobe, go ahead. Nicobe Dean, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, falling to the yeah. third round was everyone's kind of shock. Now, 
I didn't have him in the first round. I didn't okay. have him in my final mock in the first round, but I mean, certainly I didn't think he would fall, you know, to the, to pick 83 to the late third and, you know, hearing about the injury that he didn't even seem to think was a big problem, you know, and with his size and not being able to work out, like, you know, it, it makes a little bit of sense. Um, but I think we see, and, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like in a lot of my rookie drafts, he, he's sometimes still the first line rookie linebacker off the board um, in a lot of these that, you know, because he he got, kind of got the hype and he's in a good spot in Philadelphia where he should be able to start right away. So I think it's one of those situations where, you know, you you almost eliminate the draft capital a little bit if it was injury related and he's ready to go. Um, But that, I mean, obviously that was, that was my biggest surprise uh, in terms of a guy that fell lower um did you I, think that did you think the injury being like a shoulder pack injury with his size combo was kind of the the big deal or that pushed him down you know the combination of that just seemed like it was you know not great so i think there were already teams that didn't have him on the board because of size just he didn't just fit straight their up. scheme yeah. you yeah. know yeah. so it's like okay, you know you much rather have a quay walker who can you know be bigger and be that kind of tackle guy in the middle no, yeah. Nicobe Dean's going to have to drop back in coverage. He's going to have to do some different. So I think there's some teams that already weren't yeah. taking him until day three. And then, like you said, you add in an injury to that. Now, if I was on the fence, okay, yeah. like I'm yeah. just not taking him. Yeah. And um, and then I, I think just the fact that he didn't have workout numbers the, because of that. If if he would have if he would have been able to work out and run really well and yeah. have been the fastest linebacker in the draft, like then you're like, okay, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, bump, we'll, we'll bump it yeah. back up. But I think because yeah. teams couldn't do so that. So let me pick your brain because the the whole draft process, right, the NFL draft, fantasy football draft, this intrigues me. This is where I'm at. And you're talking to Kobe Dean. Where do you have him in relation to Devin Lloyd? Is – I mean, is Lloyd your top linebacker in this class? Is it Dean? Um, I, I would take Devin Lloyd first just because yes. of the yeah. draft capital. And, uh, I mean, right. I had Devin Lloyd higher than Dean pre-draft as and well. And I think so, the fit is okay. better for for Lloyd than oh. Dean, right? Yeah, I, I think Bill versus Philadelphia, right? I think you just know what you're getting with, a you know, wide open. Like, there's no way Devin Lloyd isn't on the right. field and getting yep. – 80, 90 tackles if he plays every step. Like, that's right. going to happen. Right. Tackle, yeah. rush so. the passer, drop in coverage. Dean's yep. more of the complete guy, right? Or uh, Lloyd is more of the complete is, guy. Right. Yeah, I, I yes. think he is. And, I mean, I think yep. I think with Kobe Dean, if you're in, you know, sack-heavy formats, interception-heavy formats, like, that could tip you over. Um, he's going right. to maybe make some of the splash plays. But you feel less confident he's going to play every snap this year. So. Yeah. Right. And I'll say a guy that went higher than I expected, a guy who I was thought I was high on <laughs> that <laughs> went around higher than I had him was uh, Troy Anderson, the linebacker out of Montana okay. State, going at 58 to the Falcons. You know, I, I had him and around three. I thought was I thought he's definitely gonna be a top 100 guy, but um, you know, I was worried about the age uh, and that you know he didn't play linebacker his whole career. He played running back, he played fullback, he played quarterback for a little bit, yep. but they had no one. Um, you know, really good leader player and Atlanta likes that but um you know I was a little bit surprised by that but I think it gives him a real opportunity with that draft capital and yep. the age to like step in 
uh, for the Falcons defense. The defense is going to be on the field probably a lot, uh, which, you know, usually means bigger numbers, more snaps. Um, so he definitely intrigues me despite going maybe a round higher than I had him. But I don't think it's for lack of him, you know, being a bad player or anything like that. But that that was surprising. Right. So you had, you had a third round grade on him then? I, I was curious where you had him. That's He was such like, you know, just one of those players, like you said, didn't play linebacker his whole career. He played offense and he's playing at Montana State. So he's playing FCS, like such a, you know, all over the map uh, evaluation that you read about and stuff. So it's, I think it's so cool to hear where different people have him and their, their, you know, thoughts on him landing in the second. So, I mean, but he was fairly close to where you had him then. So that's. Um, so you were you would have been high on him then, I guess. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, about a round later, you know, I think yeah. the workouts were like, oh wow, I did not yeah. think he was that fast or that athletic on film. I mean, look, I've taken him as a Devi. I'm happy that he went in the yeah. second round. Like I was pretty <laughs> yeah. happy that it happened. But uh, yeah, nice. so, but you know, I, I would have thought, okay, this guy, guy, it's going to be maybe started as a reserve that you're going to yeah. bring along coming from Montana State. But now you really can't. Right. Yeah, they'll be pushing. Right. Um, I mean. Uh, in fancy drafts, he's coming off at a pick of 43.2, which is 28.42. That's borderline late second or late third, early fourth. And if you can get him in that value, I think you're getting a great option here, a great player, right? Yeah, that that's what I love to do in rookie drafts with IDP is like once you get in that third, fourth round, like take the guys that got drafted right. the highest. You know, you can almost always find some steals. I think Trey Anderson could be that player who exactly. uh, gets a decent amount of tackles and has some big plays, and you're like, you know, you got him for nothing. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I dig it, man. Um, is there anybody else, or do you want to hit the next one? No, we get to the next one. I think that's okay. Guy. I'll go on forever if we keep. We <laughs> no, <hey. laughs> you, you can go. You can go I mean, as long as you can. want. Just let it rip, man. You do yeah, what you got to do. And with this answer, this question, you might already uh, mention this player or or players, but that's all good too. Okay, so after the top guys, Hutchinson, Thibodeau, Devin Lloyd, Kyle Hamilton, even if we're talking like corner leagues, it's Dingley and Sauce Gardner. Are there any other defensive rookies you like to make a big impact right away? Because it's well, always I, tough. I, you know, I'll last year to this answer because that, I know for me I have an answer, but I want to hear his answer. It, it's always answer. tough because you know we always get excited, right? And then you get Zayvon yeah. Collins like you did. We did last year yeah. in Arizona. But yeah. um, anyway, <laughs> so is there anybody that sticks out to you? You know, a couple guys, one guy that that you think could make an impact right away. I, I'm just gonna go. Uh, kind of a whole position like yes let's let's talk about these safeties because i I think if if even redraft i you know i'm in uh i think one one or two uh, a couple now redraft idps like my safeties are going to be all rookies i'm going to take them at the end right like 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 we just talked about i mean daxton hill if he starts i mean he's he's going to get good tag i think i think lewis seen is criminally underrated people no right. one dra- and people don't even draft him. He was taken yeah. in the first round. No one even drafts him. This is a guy that was like a bullet at Georgia tackle machine in the oh box. Yeah. Like I think I think I think it's gonna happen in Minnesota. And I even like the day two say, like I, I like taking Jalen Petrie, um, you know, pick 37 to Houston. That that's a that's yeah. a position where you start. Jaquan Brisker for Chicago. These are guys that aren't probably aren't even getting drafted sometimes um in some you know, in some IDP leagues, I even, you know, even Kirby Joseph was drafted the end of round three to the lions. Um, 
they have a huge hole at that safety position. Like he could win that job. He's athletic. He's, he's has a lot of experience. So, you know, not to kind of beat around the question, but like safety for me, I think that's where I know it's not the sexiest IDP position in the world, but it's a position where I, I could just wait to the end of my drafts, draft a bunch of rookies and like, they're going to produce, I'm going to find two that are going to produce. I, I think this is going to be really, really, it was a really good safety class and people are just overlooking the position for the rookies. Nice. I like it. Like you said, in the, the, the opportunity, like Brisker in Chicago playing with Eddie Jackson. Eddie Jackson's a deep safety. Brisker's fit to play in the box right. of the two. Nice. Lewis Seen. What, like you said, just a freaking missile coming up and run support. Unbelievable. Yeah, so good. Uh, I, I'm really interested with Petrie in, uh, in Houston. That defense needs some juice, and he can kind of play. He did everything at Baylor, right? He's just a smaller guy that was all over. So. Yeah, I, I like that. Hey, and 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 then my guy Nick Cross. I don't know how you feel about Nick Cross. But oh yeah, I, yeah, I, I like Nick Cross in Indianapolis, but I like that redraft strategy. Just fade it and then take all the young bucks and and uh, yeah, <laughs> find a couple, <laughs> find a couple. In there, so. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. No, I, I really, I really dig that. And, and like you said, you know, it, it, the spots are if it, if they can show they're ready in camp, it's there for the taking, right? The snaps are there. Yeah, you know. Right, and Hollywood? I almost feel like. I almost feel like everything is kind of transitioned to the safety, right? Everybody knows that Kyle Hamilton's the dog. He He's the big prize, right? Um, and then they're going Brisker. They're going Seen. They're going Petrie or whatever. But I'm kind of curious to what Shane's thoughts are. It kind of switch over to defensive end. Hutchison and Tipto is the two big dogs, right? They're they're eating up the yard. They're barking at the chain, whatever. <laughs> but it's almost like everybody's forgetting about Jermaine Johnson. And he landed with New York Jets. And where I'm seeing him in, in rookie drafts, the value for me is... You know, if you can't get Hutchison Thibodeau early, which looks like they're going late first, early second, I'll wait till the fourth round and get Jermaine Johnson because he's he's going to be the dog up there in New York with Carl Lawson on the opposite side. Yeah, well, like I was a big Jermaine Johnson fan. Now, he was in my top ten in draft. I mean, I I, I right. thought he should have had the Jets taken him. Um, you know, with that 10th pick, I wouldn't have batted an eye. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's fact, a great point. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact they went back in to get him, yeah, I, I think it's a great call. Um, and, and I think a lot of people are, I don't know, scared of eligible, like scared he's going to be a linebacker because he played standing up. But, you know, it seems like they're going to play more four men down. So with him and Lawson on the end, which I think will be much better. Yeah, I'm, I'm with right, you. There's, I mean, a, I, there's a lot I'm of concern with, with that, but I think if they – they get Carl Lawson back, right? You put Jermaine Johnson on the other side. That's a that's a pretty formidable one-two right there. Yeah, I mean he you know he he was he was at the senior bowl for one day and he looked like he was playing against high school kids. I mean, it wow. was, yeah, it he, was, he's like, it was ridiculous. This, I'm, I'm out. And, and <laughs> the stage it was like just stop now. You're like, you don't have yeah. to keep yeah. going. There's no yeah. reason. Oh, so, I'm hurt. You know. You've done enough. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I pulled my hamstring. Like I'm out. You know, no, man, it's, and it, uh, it's funny in my grading system that I've talked about forever, right, Kyle? 
Um, right, right. There's been a few rare players hit this grading system. And Jermaine Johnson is one of them. I mean, he, he graded off the freaking charts. So I think for for the Jets, you know, with what they're doing with Robert Sala being a defensive-minded coach, I think they've kind of hit a home run here. I, I really do. So if you can't get a Hutchison, you can't get a Thibodeau, don't panic. I think you can wait two more rounds and you can get Johnson, who which a lot of people like Carl Office. I do too. I like him. Um, I think this class is a little bit deep, but they're they're underrating Johnson. I think he's exactly right there with Thibodeau. I think he's right there with Hutchison. A lot of people will call me crazy, but I think he's right there with those guys. No, you've been, it's fair. Yeah, yeah, you've been on the Johnson train for a while, and I have, it, I have. I ain't, I ain't here. Tell him, Kyle. It. You don't have. Play. You, don't <laughs> play, Kyle. Tell him. The, ho- the Hollywood scale don't play. <laughs> uh, okay, next question. Uh, again, maybe some guys you mentioned, um, but so were there any late late targets or rookie drafts or priority free agent pickups you specifically targeted in your drafts? It may be some, def- or and then also maybe some defensive players you liked who didn't get maybe ideal capital, but you like the landing spots. Yeah, so I, I think um, I think in terms of later, like third day three guys, and some of the, I think most of these guys probably have, have picked up as priority free agents, or you know I like them, but the draft capital wasn't there. Whatever. Um, I, I like Brandon Smith, the linebacker from Penn State yeah. that went to the Carolina Panthers. I, I don't know how you guys do it. But for me, it's like if I'm going to take a guy that went day three, I'm going to swing for high take upside. The, take know. the five star. Yeah, take, take a guy that was a five star recruit <laughs> yeah. that's uh, you know, 97% Raz athleticism. Like, yeah. uh, you'll know, we'll see. If he gets on yeah. the field, he's probably yeah. going to do all right, right? <laughs> And if, yeah. he, if he sucks, then he's never going to get on the field anyway. I get yeah. him. It's pretty easy. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, easy to do. So, you know, he's definitely a player that, you know, linebacker-wise um, mm-hmm. that I'm interested in that I, you know, have picked up a couple places. Um, kind of in that, you know, the the, the late-round Giants linebackers are interesting to me because I feel like yeah. it's a position for them. Mm-hmm. It's a little thin. You know, Micah McFadden probably for IDP is a little bit better because um, he was, you know, he's kind of a good wrap up in the box tackler. So Blitzer, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so he, he was kind of interesting to me, someone that I've looked at in deeper leagues, you know, after the draft, like I'll, you know, I'll toss him. I really like Darian Beavers, the linebacker from Cincinnati. They also drafted pre-draft. I thought right. he had a shot to be a day two guy. Uh, and I mean, he's just massive. Yeah. And like that national championship game or not the, the playoff game that Cincinnati lost to Alabama. Um, I thought he was one of the better players for them on the field on their defense. He was, you know, yeah. standing up uh, Bama at times. He's he was taking it to Brian Robinson, so he was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then one more name I'll toss out is uh, defensive end Dominic Robinson from Miami of Ohio went oh, in the fifth yeah. round to the Bears. Another, yes. you know, big long. I mean, you, you watched the bowl game that he played in. He was just in the backfield. He had to get three or four sacks in that game. He was living there. It's like. Man, yeah, this is a guy that could become something if he gets on the field. He, he could be a really good pass rusher. I love that call. And he, like, how long has he been playing defensive end? Because he was a wide receiver first, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it's uh, 
think it's I think been it's like two years. A couple seasons. Yeah. So he. I think two so years I mean, he's you think doing it. Yeah. there's still some more to get? You know, he's got that, like you said, that yeah. long frame, long arms. So he's just learning. I mean, that's I like that call a lot, man. That's uh, yeah, especially you got a taxi squad. You can dump yep. them on there and forget about them for a year and see what yep. happens. Yep. No, I like the, I like those calls a lot. Like you said, those Giants linebackers too. Thin a thin depth chart and. Guys who, you know, just produced in college, too. You know, McFadden racked up tackles at Indiana. I like him as well. And, uh, yeah, Beavers at Cincinnati. He's, he's a big dude. And he, he And he, like, he's not the fastest guy, but he moves well for such a big guy, too. He's just just a, right. know, just a ton of power, too. I like I like those calls a lot, man. Um, next question. Who is your, def- your pick for Defensive Rookie of the Year? Oh man! Um, look, On the I spot, mean, I, yeah. <laughs> hot, I mean, question I, 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 here. hot question. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a little chalk, but I'm I'm going Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, nice. I mean, he okay. he was oh, my top. This down. Yeah, you got. We, we ask yeah. everybody, so we write them down. All right, yeah, we <laughs> ask everybody, so it's no big deal. But I'm writing this down. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, he was my number one overall player coming into the draft. Um, so it's like. You know, I, I think he has that talent and that ability to just rack up a bunch of sacks in the league. The Giants actually took my number one and number two players in the draft. So, really? you know, yeah, they took Evan Neal as my number two. Yeah, yeah. They got him at seven. So, you know, it's, it's so they nailed good. it. They nailed, <laughs> they nailed it. it. <laughs> and I think for defensive player of the year, I, you know, I think we've, I don't know, maybe we're never there. I just imagined it being a fantasy guy, but we get moved away from like the linebacker, yeah. you know, the Luke Keekleys. Oh, you yeah. got a hundred tackles, you know, like you get, yeah. you get double digit sacks, you win the award. Yeah. You know, that, that, yeah. That's going to do it. So I, I feel like defensive end and I trust, I think Thibodeau more than Walker, more than Hutchinson okay. uh, to get those sacks. You know, I think he's the defensive end to do it. Nice. No, first, first of all, nice. let me say Shane, you are the man because I love that because everybody's going Hutchinson, right? Oh, um, well, interesting. Yeah, and I, I think Thibodeau is the better pass rusher of the two. I really do. Um, as far as defensive rookie of the year, I'm going. I'm going with the defensive back, Kyle Hamilton, up there in Baltimore. Dude, that dude is—he's fixing to shine. With what they got with Chuck Clark and some of that stuff up front, whew, he's going to be the guy. But, man, I love the Thibodeau pick. That's that's awesome. I love that you picked him over Hutchison. You know, well, I, thought you were, I thought you were going to say Jermaine Johnson, Hollywood. I thought you were just going right? to keep on that train. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. One no, more no. Budweiser. You know what? I'm changing my pick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I love Johnson, but you know what? Kyle loves Thibodeau or loves Hutchison because I'm he's a Michigan, a Michigan guy. But, oh, yeah. But yeah, I Thibodeau, can't help it. Thibodeau's the guy. I, love I mean, Thibodeau. he really is. I think he's fit for that New York market. He kind of builds into what they look for, right? Their scheme. Um, if you're asking me, at the end of the season, what's the rundown? I think it's Thibodeau and Hamilton. I, th- I really think it is. I, Hutchison's going to get his. He's going to do good up there in Detroit. But I think it comes down to Hamilton and Thibodeau for rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. I can't argue with that. It's going to be uh, it's it's going to be fun to watch these pass rushers 
And uh, like you said, playmakers like Hamilton and, and what is, you know, what kind of stats does Devin, even though it's not a linebacker position, right. typically that gets it. Does Devin Lloyd, do they, does Mike Caldwell utilize him as a blitzer? Does he get those, those pretty sack numbers to go with his uh, tackle numbers, you know? And, um, and I think yeah, Thibodeau and Ojolari, uh, they're, they're going to be the beast if they're right. It's a nice pairing. Yeah. I put my right. money on a pass rusher to win it. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> like <laughs> right. said. But I know you, uh, you're a Hamilton guy, Hollywood. Yeah, that's your boy. I am. He's the real deal, man. All right. Last one for you, Shane. And I know it's early for most, but not for you because draft is what you do, brother. Um, but who are some IDP names to know for this upcoming 2023 class? Yeah, so it's an interesting defensive class. Now, I think there's a couple guys at the top that aren't going anywhere. I mean, I think we have maybe the best pure pass rusher I've seen. I don't want to say ever doing this, but pretty close. Boy <laughs> Anderson from Alabama. Yeah. I mean, he is as an edge rusher. That's linebacker. unreal. Yeah, oh, I mean, unreal. So you know, you know, the only downside being 243 pounds. It's yeah. you know. Okay, like that's gonna be what the knock is, quote unquote. But man, I mean, right. he, he's he's so good. He's oh, so yeah. good. He's so he's like, gonna make this year's draft class look silly, right? Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm even at this point. You'll see how this year goes for him. I'm sure it'll go well. But you know, put yeah. him up against the Chase Youngs and the Bosas and the you know um, right. Mario Williams. You know, some of the top pass rushers that we that I've scouted. I'm like, he's he's got to be up there. Um, so I don't think he's going anywhere. And, uh, you know, line, linebacker is a little bit tough. I think, you know, I think we have, especially for the inside backers. Um, I think Noah soul, the linebacker at Oregon is probably the top guy. You know, he's been since his freshman season, he came on yeah. pretty hot. He had a good year last year. So I think he's kind of clear cut top inside backer. And after that, it's, it's a little bit of a mess, um, of who's going to kind of emerge from that inside linebacker spot. I do think pass rush wise, we do have some more. Like I think Nolan Smith from Georgia, who right. flashed a little bit in the playoff, uh, was a five star number one overall recruit, kind of late bloomer. But he decided to go. I think he could have been a top fifty pick. You know, I'd say top one hundred pick this year. I think he's probably you know top could end up being a top fifteen pick now that he went back to school. So those are kind of the three that I'm like, okay, I feel good about those three players um, in terms of like you know, IDP potential, like defensive tackle. We have Jalen Carter from Georgia. He's going to be a big pick. Uh, yeah. Brian Breesy from Clemson, but defensive tackle is not as fun for, <laughs> right. it's like, yeah. it's not as good for, for our purposes. Um, yeah. But after that, it, it just gets really tough. Like, I think there are some good players, Trenton Simpson from Clemson. I like a yeah. lot, but he's more of an outside linebacker kind of weak side player. Who's probably not going to be a big um, stat gatherer, if you will. And like set the secondary, I think it's just really up in the air. Like I really like Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State, uh, the, the former Pittsburgh Steeler linebacker's son. He emerged last year's breakout. Was it like a dominant cover corner? Um, you know, so he's you're not really a big good. Jordan Battle guy. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not a huge. Jordan. I don't. I, I think he's 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 probably going to be my top safety at this point. But I don't think he's. Yeah, but I I don't think that he has um he's like heads and tails above the rest. Like I, I really like Malachi Moore, also yeah. from Alabama, who's a little more of the nickel free safety role. Um yeah. and I really like JL Skinner from Boise. He's kind of the guy that that I think 
is going to break out. 6'4", 220. Uh, you know, Ooh. he is like huge and rangy. He's, he's that the guy that you just watch and go, wow. So Jordan Battle's like, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he's th- yeah. that, that kind of safety that like by the end of the process, we're going to be like, eh, maybe he goes in the first round. Maybe Brandon not. Joseph, right? that. That's yeah. another one. Right? Went from Brandon. Northwestern to Notre Dame. Going to Notre Dame, yeah. Um, he, he's he's interesting because I thought last year he did not play as well as he had in the past. Remember Brandon Joseph from Notre Dame going to Notre Dame this season. So maybe, maybe the change of scenery I think is going to help him. Um, Which is a but, smart uh, decision considering this draft class was kind of deep with Hamilton, Brisker, Petrie, some of those guys. That made it, it was smart for him to go back, stay in college, and even if it's a transfer that's kind of a well, smart decision on his behalf. It's also smart when you can just plug right into the role Kyle Hamilton was playing on the <laughs> yeah, exactly. Freeman defense. Exactly. And, you know, hey, yeah. this guy was just a, a top top half yeah. of the first round pick. Like, uh, can I do the same? Yeah. So, yeah, the, the safeties so far, my, my watches this summer have not wowed me. I think it's a good group, but I, I, there hasn't been one that yet I've said is really good. I think maybe it's Joseph, maybe it's Battle, maybe it's – Malachi Moore, maybe it's Jail Skinner. I think someone's going to emerge uh, by by the end, though. Awesome, man. Well, that's good stuff. It's, it's always fun. I mean, <clears throat> I know uh, we play in Debbie leagues and stuff, Hollywood, and not everybody does. So it's fun to talk for that right. reason. And it's fun just to, if you're an IDP, yeah, absolutely, man. IDP player. It's fun to know the the names that are coming up too, right? It never hurts to 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 know who to look for when uh, the college season kicks around, right? So. No man, I, we pre- I appreciate it, Shane. That's uh, that's all the questions I had, and uh, man, I, that's that's some damn good insight. I appreciate it, man. No, thanks. It's, it's uh, it's, look, it's always fun. I enjoy talking these rookies and college guys, and uh, it's good, nice to get the defense some love here in the fantasy. Service. Hey, yeah, absolutely, hey, man. That's, that's what we're all about, is defense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, love it. <laughs> Offense yeah. is for wussies, right? <laughs> <laughs> Weak-hearted. I mean, damn. Yeah, we like the the dark side of the ball here, man. The defense. The, yeah, the... I love it. <laughs> well, that's all I got for the main event, Hollywood. I see you got some trades. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple of trades here. here. We got some listener questions too. Um, okay. Just your all's thoughts here, because I know I get a lot of questions. I'm sure you do, Kyle. Uh, as far as value in trades, teammate trades away defensive end Travis Gibson from Chicago and defensive end or defensive tackle in Damakonsu, who's currently a free agent, free agent to team B for 2022 picks 303, 403, 503, and 509. Um, Gibson I'm- is a pretty good player. I mean, with them losing, or well, with Khalil Mack moving to the Chargers, that opened up a that opened up a spot. So I think Gibson is the next man up there. Yeah, no, I agree, and he, he showed a little bit last year. And I, not that I don't like Travis Gibson, because I I do, right. he's fine. But I, I'm taking the picks because I want to. I want to uh, throw some darts there late on some IDPs. I think maybe if I can get, you know, like maybe Troy Anderson, like James was talking about earlier. Right, in that, you're that getting a couple early picks with three or three yep. and four or three. And so. I, I've gotten guys like I, you're not going to get Jermaine Johnson with them fifths and, and stuff, but like I've gotten no, Sam Williams, no, no. Sam Williams and Drake Jackson and guys I like that have pretty decent 
you know spots to emerge at some point. So I, I'd probably take the picks and, t- and take the the shots on multiple guys there. So, Jane, you uh... like like I'm the draft guy. I take the picks, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm kind of with you. Like if you spend the fourth and the two fifths on defensive ends, like just draft three defensive ends, and one of them is going to be Travis Gibson. Is going to be as good as him. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get a third. You know that, that yeah. I would much rather take that. Yep. All right. No. Good stuff. Um, next trade. Team made trades away a linebacker, Rashawn Evans, and a 2022 pick, 8-10, for defensive ends, Rasheen Green and Jeffrey Tillery. Um. Man, you know, I know Green's on the Texans now, but I'm not a big Rasheen yeah. Green fan. Tillery's okay. I think – oh, man. I think I but might – But he did okay just, in his first couple of years in Seattle. Yeah, Green he's all right. Consider. I, I, might, I might take – I know you don't like Rashawn Evans, but uh, I'm not the biggest Rashawn Evans guy either, but I might take him – just to see if he can take the lead role in Dean Pease's defense if, if right. Jones moves on. And then if he's producing, flip him for more picks. <laughs> so well, that would be well, my hope. Getting I think the volume is there right. with Evans. I mean, I think if Tennessee thought he was anything, they would have kept him. But sure. Um, Atlanta needs help, right? And you got yeah. Dean Pease, you got Arthur Smith. Um, so there's some familiarity there. Um, yep. I, I'm kind of with you, Kyle. I think I would take the Rashawn Evans on the pick side. Yeah, I, I think I'd take him. I mean, I know he had a down year last year, but he's still – that's a potential 100-tackle linebacker yep. that we've seen right. in the past. Like you said, and like Hollywood said, with that, with Arthur Smith, it's, it's not like if he, if he stunk, it's not like Arthur Smith would sign him, you know, if he didn't <laughs> yeah. think he was any good. So um, right. I'd take that shot. Yep, and there's, there's a chance he – I mean, especially if Deion Jones gets moved or cut or whatever, like, you know, and Troy Anderson is, you know, his transition to the NFL, you know, Rashawn Evans is going to be the guy they can lean on if if, uh, the young buck needs to just take a little bit of time. Yeah, like Shane said, he could walk into 100 tackles pretty easy if, if he gets the job. Right. Okay, that's it for our trades. Let's go to some listener questions. And Kyle, we got a whole mess of questions this week. Dang, you must Um, be popular. Well, I don't know if it's me or you, but a lot of inquiring minds wanted to know, right? Right, right. (laughs) Uh, So our friend Barry Baker, um, off of Twitter, he wants to know, ranking order the following players, D'Angelo Malone, Kingsley, Enigbare, Enigbare, and Brandon Smith. So, are we going to assume alone our edges, defensive ends? What What do we? He did not state. So, uh, I hate to speculate, but I'm expecting. Um, I'm I'm guessing that Malone is a linebacker. I think. They probably all are on MFL. Yeah, 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 they probably are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Jane, you want to kick it off? Or? Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. You know, I'll, I'll take Brandon Smith first because he's more the traditional linebacker. I think if, you know, yep. if it is tackle heavy, like take that shot. D'Angelo Malone is is a close second because I think he's a good pass rusher, sack heavy. Kingsley Nigbare, you know, had the injury. He was slow. I think it's just as good as I, I thought he was on film. Like he just he's probably not going to do much in the NFL. Yep. No, I, I, I hear you there. Um, I'm, I've been, I'm a huge Brandon Smith fan. Uh, for, for a Michigan fan, I sure like to watch Brandon Smith play at Penn state enough, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, so I take Brandon Smith all day. I like his spot in Carolina. Um, if he can't beat out Corey Littleton and Damian Wilson at some point, um, you know, those guys aren't huge roadblocks. He could definitely get, get on the field here, uh, year one for a fourth round pick. Um, then I'll take D'Angelo Malone, another fun player, um, just a complete dominant player at Western Kentucky. Um, and then Enigbari, you know, like you said, I was kind of up and down with his tape. Um, the thing with him is he falls into an edge rotation in Green Bay that is just lacking any kind of spark behind Preston Smith and uh, and Rashawn Gary. But I just, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Like, so you, you weren't a, a big Enigbari fan? I, you know, I, I liked the film. I had them pretty high. And yeah. then, you know, the, the workouts were absolutely Yeah, they miserable. were bad. Yeah. And yeah. then, I, you know, I, I got word of the injuries uh, that he basically racked up multiple injuries and wasn't okay. 100%. Yeah. Like, so it, it just, I think it's going to be too much for him to overcome. And yeah. the situation's not great for production there. No, I agree. Yeah. I mean, that was, you know, like, I was kind of up and down on Enigbari myself too, watching his tape, trying to figure where he fit in the edge ranks and stuff. And I came away moving him up, moving him down, this and that. And then Green Bay takes him. I'm a Green Bay fan. And I look <laughs> and I look at our edge depth chart, you know, and Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith are the premier, you know, pass rushing duo we have. And then you got guys like Jonathan Garvin and Randy Ramsey who was hurt last year. And the they spent a fifth round pick on Enigbari, and that's it this year, you know. So it's like, is he but yeah, the workouts weren't great. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah anyway back to back to the question i don't want to make this a packer thing because hollywood hates it when i do that but, uh, <laughs> brandon, brandon smith for me then d'angelo malone then Nanigbari. <laughs> i think if you can get d'angelo malone as a defensive end that's where the value is because he he's just a pass rusher um i think he's in that territory behind hutchison Thibodeau, Johnson, those are the top three, right? So I think when you hit that next level, I think Malone's in that group. I really do. A lot of people would discount him because of the Western Kentucky whatever. Um, But he's no slouch. He can get after it. So um, if you can only play him as an outside linebacker, I think that kind of hurts his value, right, Kyle? I think you've kind of got to back off him a little bit. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just the weekly floor is so low with outside linebackers. Yeah, that's 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 tough. Um, yeah. And I guess if you're if you're considering that, I think I would go Smith, Malone, and Agbare. I think that's where I'd go if I rank those three in order. Yeah, sounds like uh, consensus there. Yep. Um, so our Facebook user Daniel Toth, he's one of our listener league uh, owners. He says, I'd like to hear some thoughts on the Denver linebackers situation. 
Baron Browning is projected to move to the outside. How badly does it hurt his value, and who would you want to own in that linebacker core? Singleton is another Montana State guy, so I've got Homer hopes for him now. Um, man, I mean, this Denver linebacker situation has been a complete net mess, right, Kyle, uh, for, mm-hmm. for the last couple of years? Um, they didn't re-sign A.J. Johnson, who was their leading guy. Who's still um, a free agent, I believe, right? He's still sitting out yeah, there. Yeah, he's, he, he's yeah. still a free agent. Somebody will, somebody will grab him late. Yep, they got Jonas Griffith, who just burst onto the scene, and nobody knows mm-hmm. what's happening. They've mm-hmm. got Josie Jewell, who a lot of us thought was going to be the guy, and I think is going to be the guy this year. I think he's going to be their their Mike linebacker. Um, I think Baron Browning is going to be that outside guy. I do. Um, my question is, who's playing inside? And I think Singleton is the guy kind of playing with Jewel. I think it's going to be Jewel, Singleton, Browning. Um, I mean, this whole Denver linebacking thing is it's it's a complete mess right now, right? Oh, it absolutely is. Um, yeah, it. So you know, Josie Jewel was wearing the dot calling the plays last year, and you know, right. I would assume if they're going to bring him back, that that's what they're bringing him back to do. Um, Alex Singleton, he is something to be, you know, like his scope of work is really something because he's like this ridiculously right. efficient tackler in Philadelphia. He, he'll go out there and, and play twelve me, he'll, Well, he'll he's play a special teams guy, and I don't know that that's. 100% true. I mean, he, he may make an impact special teams, but they didn't bring him to Denver to be a special teams guy. Well, you also need depth too, right? I mean, injuries happen. Right. It's a violent game. Linebackers hit guys every play. Um, you know, I, I would my I guess assumption would be they brought Josie Jewell back to his role if he can get healthy with that knee. He was calling the plays. Right. He, he, they liked what they saw. Like I said, Alex Singleton is like the weirdest player ever because he's not good in coverage. <laughs> right. He does a lot of things wrong, but he's like this efficient, efficient tackler at a degree that's insane. Um, so he produces, he'll play 12 snaps and have nine tackles. It's it's wild. But um, anyway, you know, so he's production-wise for IDP purposes, he, he'll produce for you, but then you look at it, he's not really playing that many snaps some weeks. Some weeks he is in Philly. Now he's in Denver on a one-year deal. It's only a one-year deal. Josie Jewell's there. I would rather Josie Jewell over Singleton if it was me. Uh, Jonas Griffith's the X factor. If if Baron Browning is going to play outside linebacker, which it sounds like, um, Jonas Griffith is the X factor of this group that we really don't know. I was a big Justin Stranad fan coming out of Wake Forest. He just got his chance and it didn't work. I thought for sure when he got a chance he he would he would be fine, but it, See, it's, son, it's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, but he's, he's I mean he, there for a little he bit. this he struggled, so I. I don't think he's really in a factor. I think Griffith's kind of the X factor of of uh, who sits that who, who pairs with Jewel, and that's just kind of my view on it. Um, Shane, do you have? Uh... No, I, like I think you guys hit it well. I, uh, I I do think Alex Singleton could get a little more work. Um, I think there could be a little more rotation sure. yeah. on some of those outside plays. So uh, value wise, he's almost the guy. You know, I think Jewel is is the one to have, but value wise, I think. Singleton could be interesting to stash. Take him late in drafts and see what happens. Yeah, we 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 re re, uh, we rewind this 
what, two years? And we're getting so much shit over Josie Jewel, right? Coming out of the house, <laughs> I was one. No, seriously. Well, I was super high on Jewel, right? Kyle, tell me I'm wrong. Well, you're an Jewel's Iowa guy. guy. You'll you'll yeah. defend the Iowa Hawkeyes till the day you die. Oh, yeah. I know how I'm you feel, brother. Screw this, you know, Orange, Tennessee. I'm an Iowa yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, the argument was Jules is not going to make it. He's not that guy. He kind of floundered. Yeah. You know, he had a good rookie year, but year two, he kind of fell off the map. And year three, you got all these other guys, Jonas Griffith, A.J. Johnson, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Jules still there, right? He, I think he's kind of that quintessential inside guy, that plugger, that downhill thumper. And I think that's what plays into what Denver wants to do, right? Uh, yep. They got Bradley Chubb. They got Malik um, Reed. Um, Malik Reed as those edge rushers. But who's going to be those outside guys? I kind of hate that they got rid of A.J. Johnson. I really do because I think he's another inside guy like Jewel. Um, but with Browning, I think Browning could be the guy. Now, the question is, who's the third guy, right? If you got Jules, you got Browning, who's that third guy at linebacker? I think that's kind of what you're thinking. But if you're right. if you're plugged into Jewel, and I am, I think you're set. Yeah. No, so, I mean, like in a chain set, too, take a dart throw on Singleton late, see what happens. Exactly. Exactly. Cover your bases. Um. Twitter user Sal Cusimano on NFL. A lot of players are a lot of players that are actually defensive ends are listed as linebackers or defensive tackles are listed as D, are listed as DNs. What position listings actually help increase their fancy value and which ones are absolute killers of fancy value? Kyle, this has been a big topic, right? Yep. I think the way to go here, <laughs> <It> is <laughs> I think the way to go here is true position because it eliminates a lot of this, right? Sure. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You got outside linebackers, defensive ends, defensive tackles. There's that kind of transition. I think if you go true position, it eliminates a lot of that, you know. No, it does. And you know, like you said, the biggest it's it's the linebackers. Everybody loves talking linebackers. Right. And, and the biggest thing is, you know, guys like TJ Watt, Shaq Barrett are pass rushers designated as linebackers if near standard NFL designation because they go right. by base formation. And it is what it is. And if you do true position, it converts some defensive ends. But, you know, not everybody's TJ Watt racking up 20 sacks, right? So he can hold his own with the inside backers that have that consistent right. um, tackles. But, you know, your outside, say like a Rashawn Gary guy, you know, who had a breakout year. And if he's an edge or defensive end, he scored well for you. But as a linebacker, is consistently week to week. You'd rather have the that the hammer tackle guys in the middle that are just falling into guys getting tackles. That's the outside linebackers that are you know some of your premier pass rushers getting the LB tag instead of the E tag is is the biggest in my eyes. Um, and I, I think it. It's that's always the biggest discussion, right? And then you get to DEs like Joey Bosa got the LB tag this year, Max Crosby did, and that, the, that whole LB DE 
thing is, I guess, is what I was trying to together. That's the biggest. That's the biggest hit to to um to players' values is just the positional value goes away when Joey Bose is a linebacker or Max Crosby's a linebacker rather than a defensive end. You know, so right. It's usually never good. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah. rarely like oh <laughs> yeah. great, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy yeah. this position now, you know. Mm-hmm. So it just if if they're not where they're supposed to be, then yeah, yeah usually usually it's not a good thing. And you just want to pass. <laughs> yep, I, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So Twitter user AJ McMahon, who is your favorite? Price of a mouse click. This this is shout, this is shout out Johnny the Greek. Johnny the Greek, but shout out to you because you're always cook. doing this. Price of a mouse cook players that you've scooped up every chance you get in non point season and the wild. Um, so I mean I guess the early, early, early season. Now the guy's getting tons of tons of uh of hype was Cody Barton. In Seattle, right. and you know Wagner moves oh, he's on, getting and they, a ton of hop right now. I mean, yeah. he's not on your waiver wire anymore. But early season, he was no. the guy. I was I was grabbing everywhere because they didn't address it in the draft. Well, we, we were waiting to see if they were addressing the draft if you picked him up early, early. They didn't, and and they haven't made a significant signing. So Barton was one guy, and, and he's looking like he's going to fall into a bunch of tackles. Um, I was, you know, I don't know if if like Drew Tranquil. It, it's always hard to to say who's on your waiver wire depending how deep your league is, but. I, Couple of the shallower leagues where I had to make roster cuts. I I grabbed like Drew Tranquil somewhere, Jonas Griffith, um, just to see what happens there in Denver. Um, and stuff like that. I mean, throwing darts at linebackers. Uh, Travis Gibson was another one. I mean, you grab a grab a defensive end and see if he sticks in Chicago. Um, and they, you know, like I said, Dominic Robinson's a the guy they brought in, so th- they're they're looking to replace Khalil Mack there. So they're gonna. They're going to do some stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough because, you know, all league sizes are different. So who's on your wire is, is who knows. But Nicholas Morrow was another one. Um, I doubt he's probably on your wire anymore. I mean, he's getting plenty of hype. You know, with Eberflus and Al Williams coming over from Indianapolis, they, they are running a system. They ran a system that supported two linebackers that played full-time, and we see the production out of Okariki with Leonard. So Morrow looks like the lead candidate to slide in next to Roquan. So, I mean, just another guy to target late in your drafts or if he's floating around. Um, yeah, that, those are a lot of the guys I was targeting. You guys have anybody? Um, um. No, I, I think you actually had Drew Tranquil is one I, I picked up. Uh, so you yeah. hit on him. I think that was a good one. Um, I, you know, I've even found like a Landon Roberts from Miami still out there in a league or two, in a shallower mm-hmm. league or two. Like, you know, I think that's he's, he's just consistent if you need a bye week fill in. So, yeah, that's that's really, I mean, all those rookies. Really- Safety I have a lender up. So yeah, what are you kind right. of doing the rookie with him, safeties, right? Yeah. I mean, is he somebody that you're looking to pick up off waivers, um, and add in in trades or Landon Roberts you're talking about? Yes, Landon okay. Roberts, yes. I mean, are you looking to add him off waivers, kind of throwing him in as a trade in or whatever? 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think if you can do that, I think that's uh, I think right. that's solid. Or like end of the bench, I, you know, I think there are worse options for like when bye weeks hit or injuries yeah. hit. You know, I think he's a guy that like, all right, let me, let me toss in, or he has a big week and right. I can move him for a pick, whatever. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, our last uh, question. Facebook, Andrew Williams. He wants to know, Rashawn, we, we kind of touched on this, but Rashawn Evans, Troy Anderson, Mikhail Walker, who's the best investment going forward in Atlanta? Um, I kind of answered this already on Facebook, uh, but for our listeners, if Rashawn Evans was anything, if he was anything at all, Tennessee wouldn't have let his ass go. They would have not. Um, I think in Atlanta, the Dean Pease, the Arthur Smith connect, connection, that's the appeal, right? They have familiarity. Um, uh, Michael Walker, I think if he'd have been anything, they wouldn't have signed Evans. Uh, so for me, Dynasty wise, I'm all in on Troy Anderson, right? Hot weight speed, blew the freaking combine out, especially with his 40 time. He was off the charts, right? Uh, really good in coverage. Uh, so for me, if I'm looking dynasty wise, I'm going Troy Anderson. Can cover and has speed. I think that's where it's at. Gene? Yeah, I, I I feel the same way. I mean, like like I talked about before, I like Troy right. Anderson. I do think I think Evans could have a solid year this season. Yeah, um, and he'll have a solid year. But I mean, if if Tennessee thought he was good, there's no way they're letting him go, right? I, I mean, look, it happens all the time, right? A guy yeah, wants does. more money than you think he's worth. That doesn't mean he's garbage. I think right, there's right, right. I think there's a middle ground there somewhere. <laughs> right, right. But, I get no, it. but no, but I feel you know. I think you're yeah. right. He's not. What he want? Walker Walker's the guy that's just clogging up my line, my bench spot. Like I can't cut him, but like I feel like I just should. What do you like, do with really, right? I mean, yeah, I have no idea. I'm, I'm you'll really, be you'll uh, be pissed if he falls into the snaps somehow uh, and, and you yeah. cut him. Yeah, because no. that's what will happen. If I cut him, that's oh, what yeah. will happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nothing, so. It's just destiny. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you I'm guys. So like, blind yeah. Kyle if he does anything. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm I'm with you guys on Troy Anderson, though. I think he's the the future at linebacker for Atlanta. So, I, I mean, the, like you know, we said the Capitals awesome second round pick, and you know he he's a guy who's still learning the position, learning the position. But does he got a lot to work with? If he can put it all together, um, it it could really be something. So I'm I'm that's who I'd want invested in. Like you know, I I agree. You know, Rashawn Evans could fall into a bunch of tackles this year, and Michael Walker could be the guy we all cut for the season. To make room for like that handcuff running back that we go shit <laughs> or whatever you know you never know but um yeah it's that Atlanta linebacker room I mean if Deion Jones goes could really be interesting even more than it is now but um yeah Troy Anderson all day shoot awesome show guys oh yeah that was good stuff man. We yeah, steamrolled through this. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so much fun. Um, I feel like it's been a minute since we've done this, Kyle. It has. 
And you're going to say it's my fault because it probably ha- it actually probably has been my fault because I'm the one oh, well, with too of much course to do. It's your fault. <laughs> Who else's fault would it be besides yours? Right? Right. No, um, we're, tr- we're trying. Yeah, we're trying. We thank you for the questions. So many good questions. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, uh, that's Reddit, awesome. All those good. Man, we love this. I think that's some really of the, the best mm-hmm. value is the questions because yeah. a lot of players or owners they don't know right they're 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 checking to see where the value is on these trades offers whatever um so we thank you for that um before we leave shane tell them what you're doing where you're at man tell them everything that you're involved in right now absolutely yeah you can uh subscribe to the debbie marketplace podcast wherever you're listening to this you can get that um, and the Debbie Marketplace is off the chain. Let me tell you, I listen every episode. It it's the bomb. Oh, thank you. Like it's it's high praise. Me, Kane, and I go. Uh, he goes off the rails sometimes. We try to keep him. Focused there, but, <laughs> oh, I love uh, Kane. I love Kane. Yeah. Back uh, up off Kane. That's that's a low blow. <laughs> no, we have fun. We have fun, but uh, uh, it's good. But it, it's a fun, it's a, you know, fun Debbie and and Dynasty show. Um, bookmark DraftCountdown.com. So when we relaunch, you can yep. check that out. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Shane P. Howell. Awesome, awesome thanks stuff, for man. Us, man. We appreciate. No, thanks, it so guys. Much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome back anytime. Hit us up. Let us know. We'll, we'll make it happen. Cool. No, sounds great. It was fun. Devi Market Podcast. Go check that out. That's Absolutely. a podcast that I listen to every week. Me too. And it's amazing. It really is. It's amazing. You guys do such great work. Yeah, oh, you do. High, high praise from you too. So I appreciate it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Kane could do a little better. And feel free to tell him I said that. You know, he, he could do a little better, but, you know. Um, Kyle man so many changes lately tell them what you're doing where you're at what you're working on man yeah like I said um, just newly over over at football guys um, we're we we did some round table discussions talking rookies talking um, some free agency veterans moving places those are pretty fun to do and then uh, I wrote up my first article, which was fun to get, get down on my belt, doing some ranks and just kind of getting, getting acclimated, like I said, but uh, it's been a lot of fun so far and uh, everybody's been great. And uh, yeah, very, very cool. But um, enough about me. Just want to say thanks to Shane for joining us, dude. This was a lot of fun, man. Um, yes, sir. Def- we definitely got to do it again and we'll talk draft no matter what time it is. Cause I love that stuff, man. That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> but uh, no, thanks for taking the time to hang with us, dude. This is awesome. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Uh, check me out at idpnation.com. Uh, we got our own site going, IDP Nation Podcast, DVIDP Ground Podcast. If you're into music, 13 Horns Podcast. Um, you can find me everywhere Twitter at Hollywood Titan, um, on Reddit at King Titan One. So, I mean, just ask around. Anybody can tell you where to find me. Um, we're always glad to help send your questions, your trades, anything you want to know. Me and Kyle's always glad to help. Um, sign up for our Patreon, which is growing day by day. So many good things going on there. So uh, be sure to check us out. And uh, 
We will be back next week. Um, ooh, what an episode, Kyle. It was fun, dude. Good stuff. A lot of fun. Yeah, and we're about to jump into a Patreon episode. Shane, I hope you'll join us. Uh, we understand if you don't have time, but we would love to have you. No, I'll, I'll stay on hand. Not, it's, it's Kyle's fault if you don't have time. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's always my fault. You know, it's always your fault, Kyle. I mean, who else's fault would it be, right? It probably is, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. But we thank you for your support. We thank you for your follows. Please rate, subscribe, and review on your Wherever you listen to us, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to us at, please rate, subscribe, and review. Help us grow. Um, and we will be back next week. Um, hopefully, Kyle will be better at this, but whatever. I doubt it. It's only going to get worse. Well, see, I didn't want to go there. I was like, you know, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help my boy Kyle out. I was like, He's growing. I was like, he's going to be better next week in your life. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I won't. It probably ain't going to be any better. You know what? I'm, I'm, I may have to fire you. I tried to wait, but no, you're leaving me no options here. I may have to fire you. All right. We'll figure it out. Hit the button. Well, you're better in this guy. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, <No>, not. Thanks, everyone. Good night. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Uh, be sure to chime in to our Patreon. Check us out. Kyle will be better on our Patreon. Well, he might not be, but whatever. You know, whatever. Peace out, guys. Tighten up. <laughs>